0: Good day ladies and gentlemen, Uh, my name is Lawrence Beckink and welcome to my podcast, I have an idea. So today is the 16th of July and I recently released a short podcast um, giving some background to some of the the reasons for the looting and the violence that uh, have transpired over the last week or so within the country. But for this episode, I wanted to discuss something that I think is actually far more integral and is what is basically the key driver to the events that are unfolding. So we all know this theory behind the protest, the free zoomer, and as I discussed in my previous uh, episode, nefarious figures that are behind instigating all of this uh this looting and this rioting but what i wanted to chat today about is what is the fundamental reason behind these people driving the unrest and what is it that they hope to gain well ladies and gentlemen in my opinion i think this is nothing short of an attempted coup there has been some news leaking out about this and I think it was an idea that was kind of on the simmer. But let's be honest, at the end of the day, this was a power play by the RET faction within the ANC to gain control of the country. So, what we are seeing really is nothing but the emergence and the boiling over of factional battles within the African National Congress. What it is, is a desperate gambit by the state capture slash RET forces within the ANC to overthrow Cyril Ramaphosa and his faction and regain control of the country. Why? Well, number one would be continued access to state coffers because this is what it's always been about for uh, the majority of um, people within the ANC. And of course, number two, to prevent their conviction and imprisonment for previous crimes that were committed during the Zuma years and before that. We all know Cyril Ramaphosa has tiptoed around prosecutions and tiptoed around suspending people within the ANC during his administration but for very good reasons because the balance of power is a very fragile thing and he must tread very carefully in order to not undermine his own position okay so where does that what does that what does that actually mean here so we're looking at people like jacob zuma Um, and his emerging children, Dudu Zani and Dudu Zile, which is his daughter. Obviously, people within the MKMVA, Karl Niehaus, Ace Magashule, Zandile Gumede, the ex-mayor of Durban. We're looking at these people being a core of politically influential people who are driving this unrest. So what is the goal then? I think what they were hoping was that the protests would spiral out of control to a point where there could be some kind of um, perhaps a vote of no confidence or I don't know very well but if there was a state of emergency and Zuma could use his influence with uh, the army, some some grey and murky plan. Let's be honest, they're not coming out and telling us exactly what the plan was. But somewhere in there was a plan to undermine confidence in Cyril Ramaphosa and his ANC government, and to use that as a springboard to push Ramaphosa out and hopefully place back into power somebody who was pro Zuma and pro the RET faction. This in my mind is the unmistakable goal here and once again in true ANC fashion who are the victims at the end of the day? Well the victims ladies and gentlemen are the uneducated and the poor And those who have for years and years placed blind faith in the ANC voting for them keeping them in power and condemning this country to a cycle of poverty, state capture and looting by those that who were in control of the country. It also becomes a little bit more complex than that because What I have seen and what we have seen lately is our notorious flip-floppers, yes the Gucci revolutionaries, the red berets in Louis Vuitton, none other than Julius Malema and his bunch of cronies led by Floyd Shivambu, suddenly flip-flopping once more on the imprisonment of the nefarious Jacob Zuma. What this manifested in was a recently published opinion piece by Floyd Shivambu. Not by Malema himself, he has been a little bit more quiet, although I believe he has been quite active on Twitter, although I don't follow him there. I heard that his uh, account was recently given a 12-hour suspension. But back to the Shivambu piece, because obviously the first person that Julius will throw under the bus is anyone but himself. So I think him and Floyd got together and they decided, okay, you know, let's test our position. Um and what they did was quietly publish an opinion piece by Shivambu outlining how the EFF came to the conclusion and the position that Jacob Zuma should not in fact be jailed. Obviously we all know in the past they vehemently supported the imprisonment of Jacob Zuma and were anti-Zuma to the absolute hilt um, but now we see this flip-flopping and they gently tested this with this opinion piece from Floyd Shivambu. If anybody would like to see something entertaining, please go to Floyd Shivambu's Facebook page, see his opinion piece and then see the roasting that he received from his, um, his own constituency and the EFF voters. I mean, the level of just blind... You know just no shame no shame to be able to flip-flop to this point and just think the people that vote for you and follow you are so stupid that you can tell them whatever crock of nonsense crock of shit that you want and they will continue to blindly support you is such a glaring mistake and it is quite humorous to see the, the responses to his um, opinion post. Anyway, be that as it may, what concerns me, or perhaps not concerns, but what is of interest, is there is a clear realignment between Jacob Zuma and Julius Malema. It doesn't take much to see the potential benefit for these individuals. We all know that um, Julius Malema has a very murky past, Jacob Zuma clearly so. Jacob Zuma has been pushed aside from uh, the ANC and Julius Malema has found himself increasingly isolated from a political perspective. And let's be honest, there's no way he is not worried about one day swapping his red Louis Vuitton for government's orange. So what does this mean? I see it as natural reason for alignment between the two in order to cooperate to help to drive this coup in inverted commas because ultimately at the end of the day I think Julius Malema has realized that the EFF as it exists now has no possibility of becoming a ruling party no possibility of leading politics in this country and he needs a way to secure his position. So now we basically then have what we have already kind of seen and there have been a lot of articles written about the possibility of some kind of um, real split within the ANC. I think what is is emerging is a um, is two two extremes within the ANC, let's call it, like you have the middle centrist and the um, uh Miposa and then you have this this RET um, RET faction which seems to be either attempting to usurp power or in my opinion there's a very good likelihood that they then may be forced to split off from the ANC if we look at the emerging patterns here I think although there is a lot of chaos and a lot of anarchy I am fairly comfortable and fairly confident to say thank the Lord that this attempted coup is actually failing Yes, there is a lot of instability in areas like KZN and I heard this morning that there are you know they're having to police an SNDF convoy in the basic supplies, the food and so on. But thankfully it remains reasonably isolated and what was an attempted coup is thankfully just Continuing to be pockets of instability, and it looks for the moment as if the country has actually been saved. So, I'm not downplaying the seriousness of this, I'm not downplaying the crisis which many people find themselves in. But, really, ladies and gentlemen, over the last week, we have literally beat back the hounds from hell from the doors of the country. This could have possibly been the darkest moment in the history of our country since 1994. If this plan from these individuals had succeeded, we could possibly have been faced with the absolute worst case scenario that this country could ever have possibly faced. The re-emergence of control of Jacob Zuma and him turning into the bedfellow of none other than Julius Malema. And I just want to talk about him for a little bit more. Julius Malema is nothing more than a political opportunist and a man that sees the voters and sees the country as nothing but a ticket to the good life. That man cares nothing for his constituency, nothing for his country, nothing for his fellow man. He would have this country burn in flames for one set of Louis Vuitton luggage and of that I can assure you and for him it is nothing but a political game To watch these events unfolding as he knows at the end of the day his pay ticket is still guaranteed through the the EFF and let's be honest he wants bigger and grander things and ultimately that would be control of the country to ensure his continued access to state funds and of course to keep himself out of prison. So this is the reason why we recently saw a photo of Jacob Zuma's daughter sitting in between Julius Malema and Jacob Zuma and helping them to join hands. This is a carefully calculated chance taken by Malema and his supporters to join the Jacob Zuma faction to attempt to undermine and seize control of the government of this country which as I just stated thank the Lord has failed. So my point in this is ladies and gentlemen do not quiet your voices in opposition to what is going on. We need to continue to raise awareness about what is happening. We need to continue to stand together and oppose this looting, oppose this violence, And thereby opposing Jacob Zuma, Julius Malema and those who would watch and have our country burn into ashes in order to ensure their continued control and their continued access to wealth. We must do whatever it takes to ensure that this does not succeed. Now I have never been an ANC supporter, I never will be an ANC supporter, I do not support Cyril Ramaphosa in any shape or form however I do applaud the man for consistently opposing what he knows to be wrong so that in the ANC of often requires some serious dancing on eggshells which he has done and it is an organization in which you cannot just simply lay down the law it is too corrupt It is too dirty and it is too broken but at the end of the day he has been a thin line in the sand that has kept our country back from absolute insanity and that is what these dark and nefarious third forces wish for they wish for absolute chaos let us not allow them to get what they want Let us continue to pick up the pieces to support our brothers and sisters across racial lines, across tribal lines, across any lines. This is about the future of our country and the future of our children. We must not allow this to happen. I am so glad to see the level of activism that I have seen. I too am trying to lend my voice in what any shape or form I can through this little podcast. And whoever may listen to it, do not be afraid. Do not lose hope. And let us demand from our leaders a spine, some confidence. And let us hope that the future of this country is going to be brighter because of what we have just been through. And let us not you lose this opportunity to let it be a time for growth, a time for renewal, and a time to say there can't be a better tomorrow. I'm Lawrence Bekink and I have an idea.